Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 2020 winner of the Hurt Trophy, the Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers it home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with the helpers. Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's. Looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. They're a really good team. Um, you know, we know that. And just trying to go out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Pass Archibald Richards. Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-O. What a stop me by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Scott joining you. This is a jam-packed edition of Oilers Now. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Lots going on. Lots that's going to affect hockey. Uh, that goes without saying, carrying forward here. Of course, yesterday at 4.30, the Premier of Alberta, Jason Kenney, 
along with Tyler Shandro and Dr. Dina Hinshaw, who have become household names for everybody in the province of Alberta. Remember when it was names like Aginla and Gretzky and Messier? Uh, anyhow, uh, announcements on, uh, I guess, tightening things up uh, a little bit uh, throughout the course of the province. I know Danielle Smith had a lot of that discussion, uh, including Rachel Notley on to uh, drop the puck on her show today. Um I spoke to a lot of business people around town, and they're mixed. Uh, some of them who definitely would be what I would consider to be conservative say that uh, the government should have had stricter uh, shutdowns, and others thought that the uh, requisite amount uh, that was needed has, uh, in fact, been uh, executed with uh, the provisions that were put in place yesterday. So time will tell in that regard. And that was at the provincial level, the federal level. And I know a lot of you are following this, and it's not lost, a uh, story that appeared during the course of Eileen Bell's Global News Weather Traffic update uh, about Justin Trudeau, uh, leader of the Liberals, who, it should be stated, only had 31% of the popular vote in the 2019 election in this country, uh, stating yesterday that uh, Canada will not be as immediate with uh, vaccine-producing countries such as the United States, the UK, uh, Germany, to name uh, three. And I'm going to hazard a guess that that is going to be a significantly bigger story as we get into uh, December, where it appears as though certainly in the United States they're going to start to have vaccination take place maybe after December the 10th, December, January, February. We'll see. Uh, when vaccination comes to Canada. Uh, but it is concerning and it is going to have an effect on all businesses out there, including on the entertainment business, of which uh, the Edmonton Oilers are part of. I'm part of the Oilers Entertainment Group, so I'm watching that one closely. That is, and I know there's a lot of you out there that would have some strong, uh, some of you wouldn't be surprised that Canada is going to be a little bit further down the queue. And others of you might just turn a blind eye to it because the guy you wanted got voted in anyway. So it's kind of how things seem to work these days. Anyways, uh, it is going to have a connection to what's going to occur carrying forward with the National Hockey League. I know there was multiple reports today that there's been no update in the discussion between the NHL and the NHLPA. That's part of our top story brought to you daily by Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of the $99 pre-scheduled furnace maintenance. Um... No discussions, according to Bill Daly, between the NHL and the NHLPA. Uh, Apparently the players miffed that the National Hockey League came back, uh, requested a 16% additional deferral after uh, working out a memorandum of understanding that was going to see 20% escrow for this upcoming season, so 20% holdback plus a 10% deferral. And now the request from the league for another 16% deferral for the upcoming season, along with a change to the escrow in the later years of the six-year extension on the CBA. Now, many of you who own businesses and are trying to keep those businesses afloat and trying to keep as many people employed as possible recognize um, that this situation is fluid. We've never really experienced anything like this in life. And maybe it's understandable that... uh, You know, the National Hockey League would go to the players and say, we're going to have to rework this thing in order to have a chance to survive for the 2021 season. Others of you, no, they made a deal, firm rule, that's the way it is. You know, that's kind of how you see it. I I would certainly suggest that certain labor forces might be so inclined to see things that way. Uh, 
is a lot of you out there have either lost your job or, like me, taken a, a significant uh, cut uh, to what you uh, have been making comes with the territory so my heart goes out to you and i know that uh, we'll you know we'll try to keep things as positive as possible but the reality is uh specifically on the vaccine front that is something that cannot be ignored and is going to potentially play a factor i mean realistically it is not out of the realm of possibilities that there'd be U.S. u.s jurisdictions in the national hockey league that would have vaccination in place uh perhaps as early as january or february and that not occurring in Canada. That is a potential thing that could occur here. And I'm going to talk a bit about that uh, with uh, specifically David Staples and John Shannon coming up later on today's show. we got a lot to get to. The Edmonton Oilers signed Philip Kemp today as a defenseman, right shot out of uh, Yale. Yale's season got cancelled as Philip was going to be named the captain of the team this year. So he obviously will be playing in the American Hockey League for the upcoming 2021 season, if we have one. And I think we will, but... Uh, so an important addition for the orders. Brian Lott will join us at 12.35 today. We'll also have a little bit of fun, and I'm going to get some of your thoughts on this. And you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. I was thinking... You know what, uh, for Oilers fans, who was your favorite player from a rival team? Now, I consider the Oilers' current rivals to be like Calgary and Vancouver. And past rivals maybe have included the likes of the Dallas Stars, uh, the New York Islanders, maybe the Philadelphia Flyers from those teams. For me, it's a slam dunk automatic because Jerome McGinnell is one of the favorite people for me that I've ever had the privilege of meeting in hockey. Just a great guy, an Edmonton area product, technically born in Edmonton but raised in St. Albert. Uh, you know, Jerome played, uh, he played the man's game. I mean, he was tough. He could score. He was a great leader. Uh, the only thing I'm disappointed for Jerome is that he never won a Stanley Cup and he came awfully damn close, but a huge part of Team Canada in 2010. So, uh, shoot back some text to me on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. For Oilers fans, who is your favorite player from a rival team? Again, I'll go with the Hall of Famer who was technically born in Edmonton, Jerome McGinley, but I'd like to hear from you on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Of course, you can call us at any time the river cree resort casino hotline all slot machines open at the uh, river cree you'll notice the slot machines are separated by plexiglass one of the many steps the river cree has taken to follow ahs guidelines now they've got nine dining options in their uh, facility as well including the brand new italia where you can enjoy two for one entrees at italia wednesdays and thursdays the river cree resort and casino alberta's premier resort destination tough day today internationally in sport uh as i've gotten older i've gravitated a bit away uh from ncaa college basketball i'm still a huge ncaa college football fan and more into international soccer i can remember where i was when diego maradona who passed away today at 60 when he scored this goal against england in the 1986 world cup
is a, a great call. Uh, it was Gary Lineker who was the star of England in that World Cup. In fact, he won the Golden Boot. He had six goals, but Maradona's Argentina ended up winning the uh, World Cup. And I think most of you that follow soccer would suggest Pele, Maradona, and maybe uh, Messi or Ronaldo are, you know, probably the four greatest players of all time. Of course, Maradona and Messi, both Argentinian. Um, and it was Gary Lineker who said it, the hand of God goal was when Maradona punched the first one in and sort of faked his way into making it appear to be a header when it was actually his hand that directed it in. He said, well, the first one shouldn't have counted, but the second goal was worth two anyways as he beat about eight members of uh, England on route to scoring. The guy was unbelievable. I watched a documentary on him uh, on the plane during the course of the last season. Remember when we used to do that? And unique guy, obviously had some off-the-field challenges, maybe didn't have long-term sustainability. But at the absolute peak of his powers, he was as good as there was all time. Again, he has not had the long-term sustainability of Pele or of uh, Messi or of uh, well, either of the two Ronaldos. You can include the Brazilian Ronaldo along with the more recent Portuguese Ronaldo, but a, a special player that goes without saying. Uh, we do have, again, Philip Kemp coming up in about two minutes' time. We're going to go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Um, and Mark Spector. Sportsnet spec for the horses and horse racing Alberta on yesterday's edition of the order of orders now saying owners may be gun shy about promises of uh, fans carrying forward here. When the playoffs started last was it right at the end of July, Gary said, "Hey, we're thinking we're going to start these playoffs with all fans, but maybe by the third round we have fans." Well, clearly that didn't happen. Now they're looking at this season. They're saying, "Hey, you know, we'll start with all fans, but maybe partway through we get a third full, and and then by playoffs we're half full." And you know, if I'm if, if that's if I'm predicating my season as an owner uh, on someone telling me again that we might get fans later, and then after that we might get more fans, I've heard that song and dance before. Again, I'm not blaming Bettman because nobody knows what's going on here. But there's for for the guys that are going to lose fifty, sixty, seventy million dollars this year on a hockey team. Uh, I want more surety than I hear that maybe perhaps we'll get a third of a building three months from now. Uh, there you uh, go. Uh, that is Mark Specter, Sportsnet Spec, joining us. And again, I we'll, we'll discuss sort of the significance of the. Uh, I mean, there's people out there listening to the show that probably think you know, getting the vaccine is a pretty significant story. It might be the biggest story in Canada, and the, and the fact that Canada's pushed down the queue here, uh, it, it's going to affect numerous businesses. How does that happen? We'll have that conversation uh, unfortunately we're going to have to discuss it I, I'm really going to appreciate when we get back to talking to Jay Woodcroft with updates from the farm and the American Hockey League and Brad Lauer at the Edmonton Oil Kings and Ian Herbers at the U of A and uh, those sort of things but it is a uh, a unique time to say the least and I'm not sure where we're at right now with the National Hockey League uh, couple other quick notes. Uh, you know, I watch a lot of Baltimore Ravens. Got a lot of time for Lamar Jackson. Their game against the Steelers. The Steelers are 10-0 this season. It's been moved from Thursday to Sunday due to COVID. So there goes your Thursday nighter. That was going to be a good one. Mind you, the Ravens aren't exactly playing too well, and they're dinged up on the COVID front. And Nick Saban. Uh, has a positive test for COVID, the head coach at Alabama. Alabama's got the Iron Bowl against Auburn Saturday. It's Thanksgiving weekend down in the States. Big weekend for college football. Uh, so there's lots of different sports that are currently affected by things. And a guy 
who probably didn't think he was going to sign an NHL contract as quickly as he did. You know what? We're not going to go to break. We're just going to bring him aboard. Well, welcome to the show. The Oilers' seventh-round draft choice in 2017, and you got to hit on picks late, and it looks like the Oilers have done that, though I don't think he thought he was going to be signing as a pro uh, during the course of the 2021 year. So we're pleased to be joined by Philip Kemp, who signed today with the Oilers organization. Uh, Philip, it's Bob. I do the color for the uh, hockey club. How are you doing? How's it going, Bob? Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, crazy times, eh? I mean, you here you thought you were Captain Yale for the upcoming season. Your season gets canceled, so now you're going a little bit of a direction. Uh, take us through just how challenging of a time this has been for you. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's been a crazy time. It's just crazy for the world, too. Um, so I hope everyone's staying healthy, staying safe. Uh, didn't think I was going to have to sign right now. Uh, I was hoping to finish out the year, play with my brothers for a bit longer. Um but obviously, it's a crazy world. The pandemic took the season, too. Uh, so it's kind of, I don't know, making lemonade out of lemons. But I'm super excited, and I'm super pumped. I watch a ton of NCAA college football. Uh, you know, the Southeastern Conference is finding a way to get it done, but there's games canceled. Yeah. Were you looking at what was happening maybe with college football and seeing could there be a chance for us to ultimately play in hockey? Yeah. Um, I mean, in the States, football is kind of – kind of king so we knew they were going to go and we were hoping they were going to be successful and that maybe there'd be some trickle-down effect that college hockey could go um and you're seeing the success in the big 10 and how they're running it but it was going to be tough for us in the ecac to get it going i think and we kind of knew that yeah it's just the reality of the situation and part of it's just money isn't it i mean yeah we're talking money. Yeah. like you're talking alabama you're talking a program that could net you know 45 to 60 million dollars a year in a real year how far have you progressed as a player during your time at yale philip i think i've progressed a lot um and i think that's a lot to do with the coaches um the weight room staff everybody um they taught us a lot about how to play the game the right way how to play Wayne hockey and i hope i can just put that into my game going forward my uh, former center, Guy Godowski, is now the head coach at Penn State uh, yeah. when I grew up with him in Edmonton here. Uh, but as you know, uh, he coached Princeton, uh, which is in your uh, conference. And I, I know they've had some down times since he's left. But one of the things that is there, I mean, you're at Yale. You're at one of the best academic institutions in the world. Maybe to describe, if you could, to our listeners, just that that work-life balance that you have uh, between, you know, being a hockey player and progressing and developing as a player, but also keeping up in school. Definitely. Um, I mean, it was a really cool experience. For me, academics was important also, but the hockey side kind of was why I went there. Um, there was a great team, great program, but you definitely meet some interesting people in the classroom, and that's the part about going to a school like Yale. Um, what were you taking? I'm a history major. <laughs> you any good on uh, Jeopardy? <laughs> uh, I'm all right, but... <laughs> yeah. um, I think some of my classmates are probably better. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think you're probably a pretty modest guy. So the Oilers have a conversation for you, and we don't even know what the plan is for 2021, but the hope is, uh, you know, and, and I don't mean to pigeonhole you as a guy that's going to start in the American Hockey League, but I think there's, you know, you're going to need to uh, sort of grow your craft out a bit. Uh, just your thoughts on, on becoming a, a full-time pro at this time. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously like a crazy time. Um, but for me, I think chaos creates opportunity uh i'm just going to try to bring mojo bring positivity try to play my game and try to help whatever team i'm on win. 
Uh, is there a player that you have patterned your game? I'll uh, two-parter here. Who did you grow up sort of idolizing as a kid? And conversely, yeah. maybe as you've grown into an adult, is there a player that you could educate our listeners with who maybe is a, a, a player you kind of aspire to t- try to be? Yeah, for sure. Um, growing up, I always loved Dan Girardi. Played for the Rangers. Um, I just loved his game, loved what he did for the team. A guy I kind of want to model my game after is a guy like Rob Scuderi. Um, I think he just plays winning hockey. Um, and I think sometimes the best defensemen aren't that noticeable. They're quiet. They control the game. And I think that's someone I can be. I don't think I've ever heard a more realistic uh, perspective from a guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, usually you guys will say, you know, I, I grew up and I idolized, for the sake of argument, Eric Lindros or Pavel Bure, and I'm going to try to play like Jerome Gittle. And you're basically <laughs> saying you're, 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 you're kind of saying you're a shutdown defensive defenseman. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, for sure. Uh, have you kept, uh, I mean, the Oilers have got a lot of prospect defensemen coming. Was there any hesitation at any point to signing in Edmonton? I mean, they've got, you know, a couple first-round picks in Bouchard and Broberg. Sam Marukov's playing over in the KHL. They signed a Swedish guy, Lenstrom. Uh, Niemelainen's coming from Finland. Uh, I, my guess is Lenstrom and Niemelainen are going to be playing with you for Jay Woodcroft. But uh, did you? Yeah. was there any hesitation about getting the deal done here with the Oilers? There was no hesitation. Um, for me, I don't know who wouldn't want to play for the Oilers, you know, kind of thing. Um, so I'm just excited to battle it out and try to get my best. Have you talked to Jay Woodcroft at all or Dave Manson? I haven't talked to him a bit, um, but I remember seeing them at development camp, and they are great coaches, so I'm excited to really, uh, work with them. What's, what happens for – are you done school, or have you got half a semester, uh, half a year left, or what's going on there? Um, yeah, that's kind of uh, – but I'm going to finish school. I'm going to get my degree. Um, but with the craziness, it's kind of all remote anyways. So yes. kind of just got to keep the laptop with me and try to finish it out. But, yeah. All right. Philip, uh, great stuff. We appreciate your time, and we look forward to seeing you at training camp here in January, okay? Thanks, Bob. Have a great all day, right. man. You bet. That is Philip Camp. Uh, well-spoken, obviously. <laughs> How realistic is that? I grew up idolizing Dan Girardi, and I want to play a bit like Rob Scuderi. Well, Rob Scuderi, uh, Los Angeles and Pittsburgh, right? He helped them win. And Girardi, obviously, with uh, uh, the Rangers in Tampa Bay over the years, kind of sounds like this guy knows exactly who he is. I'll be intrigued. I'll be honest. I don't know. I haven't seen Philip Camp play a lot. Um as I recall, he was pretty good for uh, the Americans in the World Juniors. I think uh, Jim Matheson pointed that out earlier today when the World Junior Tournament was in Vancouver uh, a couple of years ago. Was that now? Was that the year that Bouchard got hauled down uh, on a partial breakaway in overtime against Finland? And then Bouchard didn't take the penalty shot. The guy from Anaheim did. What the heck was his name? Uh, forward for Anaheim. Anyhow, uh, interesting Max stuff. Comtois. That's who you're looking for, right? Ma- hey, there you go. Well done. Max Comtois. That's because he ended up getting some people going at him on Twitter because he missed the penalty shot. and He was represented by Alan Walsh. and Alan got mad at everybody. So uh, there you have it. Again, the Oilers signing Philip Kemp to a three-year deal today. So they've got some time to develop this guy over the next couple of seasons. Off to a global News weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back out of uh, the United States, Brian Lawton, former GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, now with the NHL Network. Of course, he started Octagon's agency. That's the agency that Alan Walsh works for. Uh, we'll talk a, a, a lot uh, with Brian coming up when we return in Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon 
on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.